Welcome back to Going Long on First. Woo! It's going to be a good night, Owen. It is a good night. It is. It finally feels like fall here. We've hit October. It's finally uh, finally got some fall vibes going on around here. It's below 70 degrees. Finally. Leaves are changing. Jeremy's got... Leaves are changing. I think Culver's. I don't really know what it is. Culver's and McDonald's, I forgot. It's about to be Culver's. I don't have it yet, but I, I'll have it soon. Oh, yeah. They got to make it fresh for you, Jeremy. God darn right. Anyways, it is week five. Week five? You are. You got it right. Look at that. Well week done. Fiber. Hey. High five. Well done, Seth. And it's our first uh, first week of buys, so we're we're now into into the season of no more full slates of football until like week sixteen or something. That means this will be shorter, right? Two games shorter. It won't be shorter for us, probably. <laughs> we'll we'll find a way. Yeah, we always say that. We'll we'll get there this time. Jeremy's on a mission tonight, so. As long as Jeremy uh, plays his part. <clears throat> we currently got Bears Commanders as we jump into this Thursday night football. But Owen, before you start and you give our uh you give our picks for this game, let's get into the line is right. Welcome back to a special week five edition of The Line is Right. And I'm trying not to sound, I just got Invisalign in, I'm trying not to sound like I have braces in, but it might pop out every once in a while. You might hear me suck my spit in like an annoying 12-year-old. But I'm going to, I'm fighting through it, okay? We'll get used to it. Braces don't pop out, right? I know you have Invisalign. You might hear my lisp. My ear a little oh. wispier, a little bit, a little, you know, according to my calculations. Nice week five, nice. line is right. We are here. Uh, Seth, why don't you give us a quick update on this Bears Commanders game? Yeah. So, as you reveal our picks for this, um, Bears on their first drive drove right down the field. Justin Fields to DJ Moore twice for big gains. DJ Moore caught a touchdown pass. Bears are currently up 7-0, about halfway through the first, and Bears have the ball again. And they got the ball back. They got Um, the ball back. This game opened at uh, Washington favored by 6.5 at home. Has now still – it's transferred, but it's still Washington favorite, even with what has happened so far this first seven minutes. Uh, Washington favored by one and a half at home. We took it at six and a half. Seth and I both both locked in the commanders and Jeremy. Ride or die, Justin Fields fan. <laughs> lone Wolf in Chicago. He's riding right now. I lone bared it. Owen. I lone, lone bared it. Lone bear. On the day so, of Dick Buckus passing, the Bears are playing. So maybe they're playing with yes. a little bit of heart tonight. 
Yes, R.A.P. the legend. They might be playing with a little bit of dick. They might be playing with a little bit of butt keys. You never know. Probably a little both, but all due respect to a legend. Okay, we don't even be throwing jokes out like that. Like Seth, was I don't get right. it. Ridiculous, yeah. Jeremy. Seth wasn't showing. Up. Mine was a joke. Seth, you. What are you talking about? Right I paid sickle. my respect. I paid my dues. Okay. Shot is shot. Oh, you know, in in the week of uh, a lot of failed failed tush push attempts by non Eagles teams, it looks like uh, the Bears just successfully converted. Did, did I see that right? That's the butt kiss right there. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that's that. Uh, Seth and I on the Commanders. Jeremy on the Bears. Seth will keep us posted on any happenings throughout the game. Uh, why don't we just jump into Sunday, huh? Right away. Sunday? Sunday, Sunday. We're off to London yet again. Ooh. We got another we- Disney game? I don't think so. I don't think so. That's true. I don't know if I'd watch it again. I, I watched it once. It was good enough. Um, <laughs> Jacksonville. One and done. Stay in there. As, as Seth revealed to me a couple days ago, Jacksonville's still in London, remaining there for uh, two weeks there. Um, this game is actually an unofficial Buffalo home game. Jacksonville technically at Buffalo. Um Still pretty much a Jaguars home field advantage, if you want to call it that. It's kind of an edge that they have been there and Buffalo has to travel. But Buffalo proven to be the top of the top or one of the top of the top of the top NFL teams in the league. Dominant last week against Miami and Josh Allen. All of a sudden, the betting favorite to win MVP through four weeks so far. That's who switch. is who is on? There was a major switch, and is now Josh Allen over Tua for MVP. The unquestioned best player in the league? Uh, questionably unquestioned best player in the league, I would All say. Right. I'll take that. I'll, I'll take that. My MVP pick, after the last three years of taking him, two years, this is the third year in a row. It's going to happen at some point, right? It um, has to. Obviously Odds are Jack- in my favor. Obviously, the Jaguars looked better last week, but can they slow down Josh Allen and them boys? I think probably a high-scoring affair, but Buffalo by five and a half in London. Seth, what do you got? No doubt. Give me the Buffalo Bills. Like you said, Josh Allen unleashed last week. And he's ready to do that again. Jags are going to struggle to stop Diggs, who's been going off this year, has had a great start. And they have a legitimate running game in James Cook now. I I see the Bills just kind of continuing this um, onslaught. And Jags will make things interesting because Trevor Lawrence, they seem to have found a little bit of a – kind of their flavor last week. And, you know, solid offense, but they just won't be able to keep up. Bills are are too prolific right now. Jags just don't have the firepower. Give me the Bills. No surprise there. Seth on the Buffalo Bills. Jeremy, as he receives his Culver's. Not quite. Not quite, I wish. Still waiting. (laughs) Still waiting. False start. What what do you got on this game, Buffalo, by five and a half? I got the Jaguars. Um, hey, Jaguars are, I mean, this is a home game for them, right? 
It's um, not not officially. It's the Bills. It's officially unofficial. The Jaguars are at home. Um, I don't know. It, that travel is more significant than people like to make it out to be. It's like a West Coast and East Coast game, and teams like that they lose often. Um, the the change in time is pretty significant. The Jaguars are not a bad team. Uh, we've seen the last time these two teams played that the real Josh Allen stood up, the other one sat down. Um, Doug and McDermott should know each other from Andy Reid days in Philly, to tell you the truth. This is uh, – those two should actually have pretty – I think that was team, those two probably actually went up against the other in practice, Doug with the offense and McDermott with the defense, if I remember right. Um, but, no, I, I think this could be a little bit of a get-right game for the Jaguars. That defense can get the – can get to Josh Allen. And, I mean, Tredavious White is going to be a pretty significant loss. Um, that'll be something for Lawrence to take a, take a take a little bit of shots at. But, no, give me the Jags at home in London. They're home away from home. Um, I'm not super confident in this matchup, but I will let Jeremy Lone Wolf the Jacksonville Jaguars. Give me the Bills. Uh, what pushed it for me, but Buffalo, obviously the better team, you know, generally, at least through this, this four weeks of the season, they've done it the past three weeks. They've just been scoring like, like nonstop and Jacksonville just started to find their footing again last week. I'm going to stick with Buffalo. Next game. Ayo. I like the sound of that Owen. Next game, the Houston Texans, one of the, Great surprises so far this season with C.J. Stroud. Outstanding first four weeks. Matching up against the quarterback that has not looked quite outstanding, Desmond Ritter in the Atlanta Falcons. Texans look like the better team right now. Could be a tough challenge against Falcons team coming off a loss in London last week. Does Atlanta get back on track here, or does C.J. Stroud continue to roll? Jeremy, Texans plus two on the road. So Falcons are favored by two. <laughs> Do it. You know you want to. It's hard not to just go, well, done. the Texans, right? They're playing so well right now. Um, that Falcons offensive line has the ability to take over a game and control the clock. And with a rookie quarterback, hello, that's me. Thank you. Live. From Thank you, pod. Mr. Culvers. That kid doesn't even know it. He <laughs> just made my night and showed up on the pod. That He's famous. That guy is famous. That is, that is a strawberry shake at best. Anyways. Um, a strawberry shake at best? It's Culver's, a little dark in there, Jeremy. I don't know what you're looking at. Culvers sponsored the pod. No big deal. Um, <laughs> That'd be a hell of a sponsor. Hey, yeah, on Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Seth might be eating it tomorrow. Who knows? Who knows? But um, yeah, maybe no, if we eat go, there enough, they will. Or we'll get we'll be diabetic. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Probably that. I'm gonna go Texans. I'm not comfortable. Even I don't know. It's the Falcons' offensive line is good, and I mean, Jer- John's going to be what? Let me. I I don't want to. I don't want to dissuade you from the Texans, but I just want to give you an update because the Texans are hurt bad. Most of their offensive starting offensive line is 
looking like potentially right. to be out. Time out. That's right. But they were most of them were out last week. They were. Yeah, they, they were. They yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm just saying, like, Atlanta has a good front seven, you know, with Grady Jarrett and stuff. You I'm just, I'm just trying. Well, Grady Jarrett's a good player. They have Bud Dupree and they have some other pieces. Yeah. I'm not saying it's they like, you know, Jarrett. the. I'm not saying it's the Philadelphia Eagles, but I'm saying it's a good front seven. Ain't there. nobody the Philadelphia Eagles, my boy. All right, Seth, you sold me. I'm taking the Texans. <laughs> I, I hear you. I hear you on that front seven of Atlanta. I think Stroud is the real deal. I think he is the real deal, Holyfield. Um, he was throwing some balls and putting them in places where it was like they had no right ending up there. Almost like a Deshaun Watson type balls in the wrong spot thing, you know, but whatever. Um, they got the defenses. I mean, they don't miss tackles. I'm going to take Houston in a slobber knocker. Speaking of Deshaun Watson, um, Jesus. type of game. Give me <laughs> Deshaun Watson might be my new OJ for this podcast. I'm just going to say it. Um, yeah, I'll take I'll take. Uh, I don't know if I'm willing to go that far. Like, that's the cutoff. With Deshaun over OJ or the Texans over the Falcons? Deshaun over OJ. Which one? Of course. OJ will always be, like, the guy we humiliate on the pod. But Deshaun's so fun, too. I mean, it just makes me makes Yeah, me he's happy. had a lot like of fun. He's off. had some fun before. Give me the Texans on. Texans for Jeremy. Seth, what do you got? I'm going to take Atlanta. I, I'm too worried about that offensive line. And Jeremy did start off with saying Atlanta's front or Atlanta's offense, offensive line, that running game can dominate. How is Houston going to respond to that? I don't know. If this becomes a shootout, kind of like it was last week of Atlanta, they were down early. Big advantage to Houston. But if Atlanta can control the clock, control the run game, it's going to be Atlanta all the way. I'm going to take Atlanta at home. Ritter ain't bringing them back. That's the thing is if if Houston gets up 10, 14 points, Atlanta's fucked. Houston, uh, Ritter Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm just – what I'm saying is I'm going to bank on them being able to control the game, control the yeah. clock, use that run game, control the interior, and and, and do their thing. I don't know. Atlanta, to me, Atlanta has that capability because they just did it three weeks ago. Um, come up with a one point win against Green Bay. I'm going to stick with Atlanta. Um, Jeremy mentioned the O line uh, being able to take control of that game. I banked on that last week against Jacksonville that didn't coalesce because Ritter was so bad. I think I'm thinking about bounce back game here. Because I do like Atlanta a lot. I'm starting to like Houston a whole lot. But I'm going to take Atlanta at home because both of their wins have come at home. Undefeated at home and winless on the road so far. Give me Atlanta. All right. Next game. Carolina Panthers traveling to the Detroit Lions. An 0-4 Panthers team led by Bryce Young. What a struggle, but we knew it was going to be. Now they face a Lions team that will be rested. Going to be about 10 days of rest there for the Lions, obviously. And probably, you know, I say I still say Detroit's win against Green Bay, probably their most impressive, probably their highest point so far. I know the KC win was big, but they came out and just there really was no shot for a decent team to come out ahead in that game. 
Uh, obviously, the defense came in big. Does it stay that way? Do we get Lions 4-1 and one behind the defense? Or can Carolina come with their first win? Detroit, favored by 10 points at home. Seth? 10 points. 10 points flat. I mean, I wanted to go Detroit all the way on this, but 10 points? Go ahead and give it to me, Owen. I'm taking Detroit. It's a new Detroit Lions, as some would say. And they were very impressive last week, as we've talked about. Don't want to remember that, but they were impressive. And Carolina, like you said, is struggling 0-4. They're going to be 0-5. Give me Detroit. Jeremy, what do you got? He's got um, a, a, a burger of some sort. A strawberry shake, of course. A strawberry shake, not chocolate shake. That should have been chocolate. Don't look chocolate. It definitely don't look chocolate. Um, I got a bold take. Seth, you're right about these fries. They are slapping right now. Um, that's it. That's the bold as, take. As the, as the kids would call it. Culver's fries are top three all time. But um, – Bryce Young is playing for sure. Yeah. Yep. Hey, Owen, do we have the injury report and what the climate is going to be with this game? You're asking a lot of me right now. Uh, climate, it's in Detroit, Jeremy. It is climate controlled. Um, Correct. God, 10, 10 points is a lot. Um, let's see here. I got let's see Xavier Woods did not practice today. I think Brian Branch still did not practice. I'm looking at yesterday's injury report. Um, Branch is supposed to be out if I remember right. The the one thing that makes me a little weary about Detroit, Amon Ross St. Brown coming up. I don't know if he practiced today, but he did not yesterday, and they're saying maybe um What's what's that um big injury for for what are you thinking right now? The abdomen. What's that injury called? What's that? Somebody help me out here. Come on. Oh, you're talking uh McNabb had one. Yeah, McNabb, yeah, what is that called? That that's what they're worried about, and that could be a multiple Uh, thing for It's like a grown abdomen thing. What is it again? Yeah, exactly. I mean, oh, I know we're not doctors on. here, but yeah. What are you guys oh, talking about? Do you have any idea what we're talking about right now? Oh no. God. Abdomen Seth, injury. I don't, I don't know. Um, man, it's a common baseball injury, too. It's common in, yeah. in – well, it used to be pretty common in, in football, but I don't think as much anymore. A hernia, right? Hernia! There we are. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's All it. Right. Fair. fair. There's fair, multiple fair. types of hernias, too. Um, yeah. So he did not practice today either. Brian Branch did not. Taylor Oof. Decker limited. And uh yeah, Holly Poli Vati Vitai also limited. Holly Poli Vati Vitai? Yes. Big V. I Big will take v. Detroit regardless if I'm on round plays or not, because I think they can control the ground game. David Montgomery, Jeremy's boy, looks resurgent in Detroit. One of the best running backs in the NFC North. Um, give me the Panthers to keep this interesting. 
for no other reason than to keep it interesting. <laughs> I love it. I was trying to figure out a way that Carolina could do this. They are 0 3 and 1 against the spread this year. Detroit is 3 1 and 0. I'm going to stick with the Lions in the debuting for the season, Jamison Williams. This will be his first game after his suspension was reduced from six to four games. Give me the Lions. I want to I want to take a bite of that that line there. I want to give Carolina a chance. I just do not have the stones. Jeremy does. I do not. A sports hernia is more specifically what it's called. Sorry, I was doing some sports hernia is what it's called. Uh, Quick update on the game as we move on to the next one. End of the first quarter, Bears are up 10 to nothing, and they're driving, and it looks like it's – I believe they're going to kick a field goal after the break, potentially be 13-0 Chicago, Owen. Quite the turn. This is what we needed to see out of Chicago. DJ Moore? DJ Moore is dominating. He's got 126 yards in the first quarter. Definitely would have thought it'd be the other way around with Terry McLaurin, but uh, it's not happening yet. Well, this is so what Chicago needed to do with DJ Moore the, the first four weeks of the season. It's just let DJ Moore do cook. what he's capable of doing. Exactly. They brought him. They gave up so much to get him. Let him cook. Let him and cook. he's doing it right now. All right. And we move Continue. on to the next game, an AFC South divisional matchup. The Tennessee Titans traveling to the Indianapolis Colts. Titans. Is JT playing this week? I mean, he's practicing. He's healthy. No, nah, he ain't playing. He ain't playing. He's activated. He ain't playing. He's listed he as starting on my fantasy team currently. <laughs> I was I running out of options. Okay? <laughs> I was running out of options. Running out of wow. You're really it was taking like, hey, this, that this is... guy's got points listed next to his name. I'm going to put him on the field. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. Those are projections, Jeremy. Those aren't real. I know, but I, my other guy was Austin Eckler, who's literally out. Um, <laughs> let me jump in on this one right away. Well, hey, hold, on, let me, let me, hold on, hold on. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to do the injury, but go ahead. Everybody has the same two and two record in this division. Everybody across the board, two and two. Important early season game. Tit- Titans impressed in beating the Bengals last week, while the Bengals were pretty much, you know, just disappointing anybody, flat out. Uh, but but the Tennessee defense did show up. Can that carry over here? Can the Titans slow down Anthony Richardson? And can Derrick Henry have a big day? Indianapolis opened as favorites in this one. It is turned to Tennessee, favored by two and a half points. What do you got, Jeremy? This will be fun because um, this game's got two freaks in it. I mean, Derrick Henry is one of the freakiest running backs that's ever played in the game. He's like Christian Okoye if he actually could be good long-term. Um, and then Anthony Richardson's like a new age Cam Newton, like just a freaky talent. Um, watching him, him and uh, Stroud is going to be a fun one-two guy in uh, the South for a long time. But uh, the Titans are – the trouble with this game is the Titans are such an age team that they're not fun. <laughs> um, and it's what Tannehill are you going to get week to week, you know? Can he manage this game, or can he just throw the ball to the other team repeatedly? Um, Rabel is kind of – I think Rabel and and um, Steichen are really going to be what make or breaks this game. Obviously, the product in the field matters, but this might be a little bit of chess match of sorts. 
because if that Titans defense plays well, they can make any rookie quarterback look stupid. But if you can stop Derrick Henry and just have Tannehill throw it to the wrong jersey all game, you're going to win the game for sure, you know? Um, what was the line again on? Was it two and a half? Tennessee minus two and a half on the road. Uh, I think I'm going to go Colts just on the, the luck that Jonathan Taylor comes on place for my fantasy team. <laughs> Give yeah, me right. the Colts. I've seen Seth reacting to something, so I looked and see what happened. Seth, go ahead. Uh, yeah, uh, DJ Moore continuing to feast. Just goes up and makes an impressive play. A short guy highballing the ball up there. That was impressive. Um, yeah, DJ Moore is having maybe a career game so far. And it just started the second sure. quarter. Just started the second quarter. He's got two touchdowns and like 150 yards. yards. Oh, yeah, he's over. I think it's closer to 135 yards and two Holy touchdowns crap. so far. Uh, Bears are up 17 nothing. Oh, and if it's too late to change or it's not too late to change, change, I'll take Chicago plus late. 24. Nah, so Bears minus six and a half. We, we just <laughs> lose on that one. I think we all agree. No, Damn, Jeremy took Chicago. I think the best. Well, I'm saying we all pick Chicago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. No, actually, actually, a bad trend we have so far. Go ahead. I was just going to say the Bears with the way AJ Brown abused these corners. Oh, last week. Services dog shit. That's cool. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we're going to lose Jeremy here soon. That's all right. He can enjoy his culvers. Um. Yeah, DJ Moore is just – he's going off. Not good. Not good. All uh, right. I was just going to say a bad trend going on with these picks so far. Jeremy has lone wolfed the first four games and has just declared – did he declare for Tennessee or Indy? I, I, I don't know if I heard it. I think he took Tennessee. Yeah. I believe. I will put it as a question mark, and I'll pull up later. Seth, what do you got on this game? Tennessee minus two and a half on the road. I, I took it. Oh, he, he took, took Indy. Indy. Okay. All right. Final words from Jeremy. I took Indy. Uh, I'll take the Colts as well. In a close matchup, I'm going to lean toward the home dog on this one. Anthony Richardson is healthy. There is, I was just doing a little research, there is a chance Jonathan Taylor plays this game. Nothing official, nothing confirmed, but it's still a possibility. Uh, if he plays, what a huge boost for that offense. Yeah, give me Indy. Indy to sneak this out at home. Sneak it out at home. I'm torn. I'm really torn. Because both of these teams are types that I would at least consider upsetting, you know, one of the top dogs. Or just, you know, at least the line. I'm going to go Indy because of, Seth, you mentioned the home dog aspect. So it's less than a field goal, but I'm still going to take it. So you know what that means. Oh, the first one of the night, Indy. That was surprising me. The <laughs> truce is loose. Oh, yeah. Home underdog. I love I it. I like it. You guys are I getting like it. That's the kiss of death right there. It, it really is. Yeah. No, it's, it's a home Rains dog. Are a so. lock. 
it's a home dog, so it's an auto lock. You should know this by now, Jeremy. And boy, do we got a bunch of home dogs coming up. But first, quite the opposite. Um, home big time favorite here. We got the New York Giants traveling to the Miami Dolphins. And you can just about imagine what this line has exploded to. Giants are an absolute mess. Offensive line, major issue. And even then, uh, we got many experts talking about how like the line probably only gave up half of those sacks. And the other half are probably on Daniel Jones. And Brian Dayball is super, I mean, that guy looks like he can't stand him after four weeks, four weeks after getting paid or four weeks into his newest, freshest contract. Dolphins also have some line issues, but um, they had a so-so game last week. Can Tua get it back going and put some big numbers up on the scoreboard yet again? Miami favored by 12 points at home. Seth, what do you got? The Dolphins, of course. Of course. Yeah, I Dolphins' defense scares me, but the Giants can't score. So I'm not going to be too worried about that. And Giants' defense has been almost equally as bad as the Giants' offense. We're now four weeks into the season, so stats matter. Giants have the worst offense in the league currently so far, scoring an a measly 11 points a game, which is by far and away the worst in the league. Bengals probably second? Probably. Um, and then they are 30th ranked defense as well. So their offense and defense have been abysmal this year. And obviously the Dolphins can score points and that is what they're going to do against New York. Give me Miami all the way. Jeremy, if you can, he still hear me. <laughs> Miami he might, might be able play. to hear us, but I don't know if we can hear. Oh, him. Uh, I'm here. I can confirm two things right now. Thing number one, this is most definitely a chocolate shake. (laughs) Thing number two, (laughs) thing number two, that Giants offensive line needs a lot of duct tape because it sucks. Um, You know, I, Seth, I hear you with saying that some of it falls on the quarterback, but, um, He's regressed significantly. And um, I think it was Chris Long I heard say it on the Greenlight Pub. Daniel Jones didn't just lose talent. He's not like an aging quarterback where he just lost talent. He's not got a new system he's in or nothing like that. To me, this falls on Dable more than it falls on Daniel Jones. That's my opinion. I think he's regressed because he's not seeing things the right way. And that tells me – it's on the coach, in my opinion. Now, am I a big Daniel Jones fan? Absolutely not. Am I a big Giants fan? Absolutely not. But I got to think Daniel Jones is a pretty talented cat. Like, there's something going on where he's not seeing things right, and I think that's coaching. Now, to my point, that offensive line is terrible, which is not a good sign. And it's just not healthy, too. It's just not healthy. But it was just – I mean, they're not even, like, seeing the guys coming off the edge and stuff. It's just bad all the way around. Um, The Dolphins obviously can put up a lot of points. 
this they might break the record for points scored in the game this week because that offense is going to be on the field so much. Um, as much as the the Dolphins defense scares you, Seth, you don't even need to be scared because they're they're not really playing a team that can like actually roll through plays on the field. Um, I don't even remember what Owen said the line was, but it doesn't really matter because <laughs> the Dolphins are going to eclipse it. Um, Correct. I I think uh, Dable is going to be one of the guys where they're going to be talking about how some hot seats because um, you you pay this quarterback. It's not. My, I mean, my Eagles proved that you can get out of these contracts, but it's not what you – that's a bad look. It's not what you want to do. Um, and as much as you're kind of pushing that scenario where you just got to pay the guy, it looks even worse because, like, they didn't pay Saquon like they should have, and they did pay Daniel Jones. And Dable was so on paying Daniel Jones. And it's like – it all looks like shit. Uh, running shit, too, not good stuff. So wow. – Give me the Dolphins and my chocolate shake to run away with this one. Yeah, speaking of runny shit, I expect the Dolphins offense to explode. Hey! Nice. Me, the Miami Dolphins. So you know what that means, Seth. Oh, this one feels much better. The juice (laughs) is loose in Miami. In the bowels. The juice is loose in the bowel movements. The only way. Deal, make any make any new scores in the games there, Seth? No, but they were so close. I don't know if you saw that play on. No, it turned off. He had um, Deami Brown wide open in the end zone, and he just overshot him Oof. off the fingertips. <clears throat> but they are driving. They are driving. Um, not quite to the red zone area yet, but it is third down. But they are in scoring position of some sort. So the howitzer is needs to be recalibrated, is what you're saying. Yes, and that's just fine. absolutely. Yeah, he'll figure it out. That's no worries. Washington's winning by a touchdown in the fourth quarter, no problem. Okay. Hey, that's this is what the Bears did last week against Denver, and then look what happened. And Washington, a, a better team than Denver. So, that being said, moving on to the next game. Um, AFC North divisional matchup here. Got the Baltimore Ravens, who are on a little bit of a cruise. We got Lamar Jackson back to, back to MVP levels. I think he's in the top five of consideration right now. Traveling to the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I imagine uh, Kenny Pickett is out. Oh, three hours ago. Kenny Pickett on track to play against the Ravens. So I don't know if that's good or bad for your predictions, depending on how you feel about the man. Kenny, two gloves. But we got consecutive road games here for the Ravens. They did play well against Cleveland. Um, They did face a backup quarterback. But Lamar Jackson, like I said, Lamar Jackson, the offense, uh, seemed to be in sync with the new Todd Munkin system. But can the Steelers regroup in this one, regardless of who plays quarterback, because they've done it, a few times in the past couple of years. Uh, Ravens by four and a half on the road. Jeremy, what do you think? I think the Steelers are a bad team. <laughs> I think the Steelers are a bad team. Is that a pick, Seth? Uh, it, no, what? he dropped it. That was almost two back-to-back picks in a row. 
Um, quick update: Washington kicked a field goal at seventeen to three. After Howell almost threw two picks right in a row. Um, I think the Steelers are a bad team. I think they have the best defender on the planet. I think they have an all-time coach. And I think they're going to have a losing record. I think they're going to draft one of these top quarterbacks. And I think we're going to have another 15, 20 years of great Steelers football starting next year. The Steelers are going to get smacked this week. Lamar's going to have performance like last week, four or five touchdowns. And there it is. They're just going to get run over. All right. That's that. Thanks, Whatever Jeremy. you heard me say, just know this. He's taking <laughs> both. Ravens are taking this game. <laughs> Ravens minus 12. The Ravens and a half. are taking the game. <laughs> Sounds um, good. I'll take Baltimore as well. Pittsburgh. I get what you're saying, Jeremy. Uh, To me, this is not all on Kenny Pickett. It's really the offense as a whole, the offensive scheme. This is, I put way more blame on this than on Matt Canada than I do on Kenny. Um, Talk about coaching, like with Daniel Jones and stuff like that. Exhibit A is Pittsburgh and, and what's happening there. Also, the offensive line is still struggling. You know, they can't run the ball right now. He doesn't have time to throw. It's Kenny Pickett's not exactly in the ideal situation currently. They are surviving on the defense. This is going to be a tough week for them because it's Baltimore. But it's also Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and we know it's going to be a good close game. What was the line again? Four and a half, Baltimore on the road. All right, I changed my mind. Give me Pittsburgh. Give me a Pittsburgh at home. There it is. To cover it. Yeah, it's Baltimore Pittsburgh. This is going to be a close game, back and forth, a blood battle, a little uh, black and blue kind of thing going on there. Yeah, I, both no team. I don't think um, Pittsburgh wins this one, but I think Pittsburgh keeps it close, as it's custom. Anybody tell Seth that Ben Roethlisberger doesn't play anymore? Hey, he might be the new OC. Coming he's up talking here. about it. The way he's talking, he might just take that job over. <laughs> he should. Better keep all the female interns away. All right. Wow. So, hey, <laughs> let, quick update. Allegedly. You said four and a half was the was the line. Mm-hmm. No team has won by more than five points since 2020. So the In last two years, yeah, this matchup. The last three, two, two plus years now, it's all been three points or less. This is a storied rivalry right here. I don't think that changes tonight or this weekend. And I don't think so either. Give me the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, I still think I was a little too high on the Steelers coming into the season. Uh, Yes, pretty much everything has to fall back on the coach at this point. No matter if you think Kenny Pickett's actually good or not. Uh, it's just been a stall fest for that offense and defense is keeping them in everything at this point. However, what scares me about the Ravens is people are a little high on them. They beat the Texans week one, kind of handily. They had their mistakes. J.K. Dobbins goes down, but Houston wasn't. That was their first game. 
new head coach, new quarterback, you know, kind of a new look defense. Second game, they beat the struggling Cincinnati Bengals by three points. Third game, they lose an OT to the Colts. Fourth game, 28-3 over Dorian Thompson-Robinson in the Browns. I think the Baltimore Ravens still have a little ways to go. Offense is humming a little bit, but we haven't seen them against real good defensive competition. Give me the Pittsburgh Steelers to potentially win this game. Wouldn't that be nice? For the upset special. That'd be a bet I would make, I think. Plus, is, that, is this, is this your upset line. of the week right here, Owen? This would be my upset of the week. Oh. At least so far. All right. I said I said we have a lot of home dogs. This was the first of a good stretch of five. So All right. let's continue let's that trend. It. Next game, we got the New Orleans Saints traveling to the New England Patriots. Two teams both coming off losses where the offenses were absolutely abysmal. Mac Jones struggling, might get benched at this point. And Derek Carr looked looked like an injured quarterback last week. I expect a game dominated dominated by defenses here. Again, Patriots are at home, but the Saints are favored by a point on the road. So a true pick'em. Seth, what do you got? I really toyed with this one a lot. Initially, I wanted to go New England, um, but injuries on the defense are kind of mounting up. No Christian Gonzalez, no Matthew Judon. They've just brought J.C. Jackson back, but who knows what that's going to look like. Mac Jones and that offense have struggled. Obviously, he was pulled last week. Saints offense isn't exactly going to light up the light up the night, but – it's a more competent offense than what New England has, and that defense is probably better at this point. I'm going to take New Orleans on the road as the are they you said they're favored by one or New England? Yes, one? correct. Yeah, yeah. So give me give me the Saints. Take it. Jeremy, what do you got? If you're there. Jeremy is. Um it was one and a half. One point to the Saints on the road. One point to the Saints, to the Aints in New England. Um, Seth kind of alluded to it. I think they can just show up and out-help New England. New England's defense is beat up in bad spots. Right as Christian Gonzalez was showing that he might be like a a person that could be defensive rookie of the year. Bowman gets hurt the next week. there's all these rumblings coming out about how Kraft and Belichick didn't see eye to eye on Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. None of this type of stories comes out of a good spot, especially when one of the two quarterbacks is a Tom Brady. I mean, when you're bitching about Tom Brady and Garoppolo, I mean, you could bitch about that, but these guys are full scrubs. Um, give me the eights to just out health New England. I think this is going to just be a stupid, ugly game, but I feel like New Orleans is definitely going to be coming out on top. They'll just run it with Kamara. Correct. Kamara looked good. Kamara looked good. But the Saints ain't winning this game, guys. Not even a question. Give me the Patriots with even with a bad offense. Even with Christian Gonzalez out. And God, he looked like a baller. 
you know, quietly too. And now we all know what Matt Judon does for that defense. JC Jackson, probably not playing this week. I believe is kind of what I was reading because it was a little early and he's had his own injury issues maybe. Sure. Yep. That makes sense. <clears throat> don't matter. Give me New England. I don't think Saints are a good team. I think the Patriots have kind of like a small inkling of something that could be a feisty team. And I think it comes out at home here after a disappointing loss to the Cowboys. Give me the Patriots. Oh, and give me the next line real quick. My time is dwindling. Cincinnati traveling to Arizona. Cincinnati minus three. You want to give it out quick? Angles suck. <laughs> Jonathan Gannon to straight up fucking win this game. Wow. Uh, the Jonathan Gannons are going to come out. They're going to light up Burrow. They're going to sh- sh- Jamar Chase. Cause he's playing. Love that guy. Uh, the Arizona also They've had a couple, Jeremy. They've had a couple, and they might be better than Philly is at this point. <clears throat> Why don't you recoup? Why don't you true. recuperate? Why don't you recover a little bit over there, Jeremy? Get yourself healthy. We'll take it. All right, Jeremy. If you uh, if you find good service spot, just give a shout. Don't don't yell. A yell as loud as you can. And, we don't want to scare yourself and Let me know. We don't want to scare anybody. All right. Jeremy goes, <laughs> his boy, his favorite guy, Jonathan Gann in the Cardinals. Uh, let me reintroduce this game really quick. At one and three, the Bengals are in absolute survival mode. Consecutive road game for the Bengals, which makes it tough. Arizona has been feisty. Feisty one and three team, but I believe they are three and one against the spread so far. Can this be the week that Joe Burrow on the offense get it going for the Bengals? Seth, Cincinnati minus three on the road. Owen, what happens when you put a cat in a corner and corner it? Uh, you get a little scratch. You're, when it's fighting for survival, my, I'm taking the Bengals all the, the way. Exactly. They're going That's for the comment that you say about rats, Seth. R A T S rats. Not- I'll take a cat. How about that? All right. Although Give you put a ben- Bengal tiger in, in a corner, you're probably not living. Tell it. <laughs> I'm taking Cincinnati. And like you said, survival mode. They need this game. They go one and four, chalk them up. They're done. They need this game. Arizona is not exactly Miami out there. You know, one of these elite teams, this is a game they should take and they will. And if they don't, they might as well shut Joe Burrow down for the year. Give me Cincinnati. I'm torn on this one. I don't love the line, especially with these two teams going into week five. But I am also going to take the Cincinnati Bengals minus three. And I'm probably going to keep fooling myself week by week until they do figure it out. Let this be the week that my Super Bowl pick figures it out. Okay. It's going to happen at some point. Might as well be when I pick them. 
Let's go. Week five Bengals. It's coming, Jeremy. Jonathan Gannon ain't got no answers for this man. It's all up to Burrow, though. It literally is all up to Burrow. Burrow has a good game, they win. That's all it is. You know what I mean? So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Again, not confident. Give me the Bengals, though. Better team. Next game, Seth, we got the Philadelphia Eagles. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. And then you throw a battery at a fan's head. That's that's the Philly way, right? Right, Jeremy? He said yes. I heard it. So we got Philadelphia Eagles on a long trip. But they are undefeated. Certainly not playing like it did last late last season. But certainly finding some spots and improvements. Making their way all the way to 4-0 here. Rams are 2-2 two and two and overachieving, to be honest. Rams have shown that they can be competitive against good teams. Can that show up in this one? Philadelphia favored by four and a half points on the road. Seth, what do you got? Four and a half on the road. Correct. With a returning Cooper Cup? Question mark. Yes, it seems like he will be back. I'm also wondering who Jeremy's going to take because he's slowly becoming a Rams fan. He is kind of, he's kind of, yeah. Give me, you said Philly by four and a half? Correct. Give me the home underdog here. They're going to keep this one close. I think, I I do think Philly takes this, but we've kind of noted it throughout the season. Philly hasn't exactly blown anybody out of the water yet. They had to come back against Washington last week. The Rams are frisky. The Rams are pesky. I will take L.A. to keep this one close. Not quite a lock to win it, but Philly hasn't exactly impressed yet, and until they do that, Rams have been good enough with Cooper Cup coming back with Puka Nakua, your offensive rookie of the year, who would have thought? Yeah, give me give me L.A. to keep it close. Jeremy, if you want to jump in and you hear me, feel free. But I was really oh but what? Go ahead. Nah, but what? Do you want me to go? But uh, you know, I probably got a mile of service. Um Seth, you're goddamn disrespectful, first of all. Eagles haven't impressed. They're just undefeated. Fuck those Eagles. Anyways, I am. <laughs> oh, there it is. I, uh, I've grown a little bit of a soft spot for my Rams. But uh, give me the birds. Take this by 10. Bang, bang, bird gang. Knew that was coming, but had to get the official analysis. Seth, we keep doing this to ourselves. We keep letting Jeremy lone wolf these things. So this could either be very bad for Jeremy or very good for Jeremy. And he is in the doghouse, technically, in the standings. He could make that all up this week. But give me the Rams. I love nothing better than a good team as a home dog. Philadelphia is a great team. Rams are not quite as good. But that's four and a half points. 
with a returning Cooper Cup. Give me the Rams. I like the Rams. I thought I was going to pick the Eagles all the way up until this very moment. I was like, you know what? I look at this thing. It's just begging for me to pick a home dog. Give me the Rams. Next game. The Kansas City Chiefs traveling to the Minnesota Vikings, which I imagine Minnesota Vikings, which I imagine will not uh, host a Taylor Swift appearance. But you never know. You never know. You know, Carrie just saw saw her play at the very same stadium just a couple months ago. There's a chance. Regardless, we got the Vikings, who won last week for the first time and seemingly might have the toughest schedule in all of football. You know, they just played the Eagles a few weeks ago, finally got their first win, and now they got to come back and play the Chiefs at home. They're not getting a lot of favors. But Chiefs team playing on the road in successive weeks. Chiefs haven't looked great on offense this season, generally, except for maybe the Bears game. Last week was a little bit rough. They've had bad moments. They did have to play the Jets' defense, but boy, Mahomes looked a little bit off. Vikings' defense, quite the difference from the Jets' defense, however. Can Patrick Mahomes figure it out and light up the aggressive Ryan Flores defense? Chiefs are favored by three and a half. Seth. Uh yes. Jimmy Casey. Minnesota got their first victory last week. But they are playing Casey, one of the best teams in the league. And even if Casey's offense hasn't quite clicked yet, mind you, they are ninth in scoring. That's top ten. That's still pretty good. You're right. It's not like the elite Mahomes level that we expect, but they're still scoring points. It's not like they're not. Like you said, they are going up against a Minnesota defense that's not New York. It may have improved a little bit with Flores there, but it's still not. It's not at the Mahomes level. And the Chiefs defense has been probably the bigger surprise this year for KC, how good they played. Their defense has been stellar this year. What was the line again? One more time. Chiefs by three and a half on the road. Oh, easy. Give me Casey. Casey for sure. They'll take it. Jeremy, you want it? Or you need, a, need some time? I'm looking at the top of his car right now. I think he needs time. All right. I'll give him time. I'm also going to go Casey here. Uh, there is something in me that almost picked Minnesota. But Chiefs were starting to look really good. They grid out a tough win against the Jets. I think it's a bounce back for the offense. And the Vikings defense hadn't looked great up until last week. Harrison Smith all of a sudden comes in with three sacks out of nowhere. I think they figure out the blitz. I know they're expecting the blitz from all angles. I think they figure it out. Give me KC. Maybe a big Travis Kelsey game in the first time. Weeks that his girlfriend will not be there. Give me the KC Chiefs. I'm imagining Jeremy goes the same way, but we'll wait for his confirmation. Next game, almost done, Seth. Almost getting there. Three games left. 
All right, let's do it. Come on. The New York Jets traveling to the Denver Broncos in a matchup that a lot of people in that Jets locker room had circled after Sean Payton's comments in the in uh, preseason. Might as well just call this the Nathaniel Hackett Bowl. Mm-hmm. Hackett, now the Jets' offensive coordinator. Sean Payton, 1-3, and three, and his team hasn't looked even a little bit good. Jets played well in losing to the Chiefs last Sunday night, especially Zach Wilson. Can that carry over here? Can he play even better? And can they smother Russell Wilson on the road? Broncos are favored by two. What do you got, Seth? Broncos by two? At home. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I mean, I know they both have the same record, but... It Not like quite New the York. same level of competition they play. I feel they like they play Bills and Chiefs. Correct. I I feel like the the Jets are just a better team. So it surprises me, even if Denver's at home. I'm going to take New York. I think this is going to be another one of those ugly games this week. Both teams that struggle offensively, but the surprise here is Denver's defense is pretty much non-existent. And New York still has a defense. So I think it will be low scoring. I don't know what the over-under is, but I would take the under regardless. Yeah, I Zach Wilson looked like we said you know earlier this week. Zach Wilson probably had maybe his best game as a pro last week. And what better team to do it against than the worst defense in the league right now in Denver? So give me New York. Jeremy, you want at it? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> you asked for that, Owen. You asked for I that. I did. I did. So we got Broncos, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Correct. Broncos by spread? two at home. What's the spread, butter? Broncos by – Okay. I don't care. I'm taking the Jets. Zach Wilson's the real deal, Holyfield. That boy putting up 300, three tutties. Pat Sertan got cooked a couple weeks ago by a backup receiver on the Dolphins. And that made me realize the Broncos know they suck. So give me the Jets. And then real quick, let me get my Chiefs uh, Vikings taken real fast. Chiefs by three and a half on the road. I'm going Vikings. <laughs> hey. Give me the Vikes. Um, quick update on this game here. Yeah, it's getting ugly, Owen. It's getting ugly. Uh, Bears are up twenty-seven to three, right before half. Um, Washington was starting to drive a little bit, and then Howell threw a pick, and Chicago proceeded to go back. And Jeremy muted, but we just have like the light. It's like an interrogation line, and he's just, just laughing. Man, that's like movie. exactly that was horror movie esque. Very nice, Jeremy. Uh, just like this game, it's pretty scary right now. So yeah, I think we're we're out of this one, Owen. Yeah, I think we can call it. <laughs> well, good win, I, Jeremy. Good way to start the week. But man, yet again, Jeremy picks the Minnesota Vikings and Lone Wolves. One, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, 
lone wolves for Jeremy this week. So this is either going to be a very good week for you and I or a very good week for Jeremy. Correct. And it's already started off pretty well for Jeremy. (laughs) Might as well run into the next game. Sunday night, football night, and you probably couldn't depict a better one this week. We got the Dallas Cowboys traveling to the San Francisco 49ers. What a matchup, ladies and gentlemen. Game of the week, obviously. Rematch of uh, the playoff victory for San Francisco last year. 49ers are rolling right now, and the Cowboys are coming off a beatdown of the Patriots. But this is a tough task on the road for them, Dallas Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? Can the 49ers get the best of it again? Can Christian McCaffrey keep climbing that MVP rung and finally unseat a quarterback from that award? Or do the Cowboys pull off the upset on the road in prime time? San Francisco, fair by three and a half points at home. Jeremy, I'm curious. uh, I'm curious on who Jeremy's going to pick. Two most hated teams, but I feel like he's almost. I feel like he likes the Cowboys just a little bit more than he likes the Niners. But Cowboys are goddamn right. I'm taking the Cowboys. Give them to me. I fucking hate the Niners right now. I will take Dallas. To just stop a division guys. rival, Owen. A division rival. You're goddamn Unreal. right. Give me Big D, Jerry, and them boys to just stop them out. I think this defense is going to make Brock Purdy look like the average quarterback he is. Give me Dallas. Wow. I, I didn't even hear, hear the line, and I don't even care. I want Dallas. Dallas favored by 14 points on the road, and you're going to take them? I'm taking them by 24 on the road. <laughs> one uh, what was it? Three and, a half, three, and a, three and a half? San at Fran at home, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, in the early season, this is – I on paper, this is looking like the best game of the year so far. I hope it really is. Like you said, Sunday night, it's set up to be. Three and wow, this one is tough. I think um I think that Culver's chocolate shake is really getting to Jeremy. That's for sure. He is he is on one right now. Ah <laughs> uh, Brock I think Brock Purdy is the real deal, Holyfield. I know Jeremy is anti Brock Purdy, but I think he's the real deal. You're but, sick. You're absolutely sick. Dallas Cowboys, that defense is great. I want to look at the numbers. Owen, let me throw you some numbers at you. I like to look at the numbers. Stats don't lie. Cowboys have the best overall defense in the league, coming in at only 10.3 points allowed per game. That's pretty good. They're also also the fourth best offense at 31 points a game. Let's go to San Francisco. San Francisco, 31 points a game as well. They're third, just slightly above. And they're third in defense, too, at 14 and a half. So we got two elite units going at each other. Four elite units going at each other. Well, 
three in Dallas offense. We'll see. You still all right, you know. No, like I said, numbers don't lie, but that's okay. Uh give me the Niners at home. I'll take the home favorite here for once. I I think they're gonna get to Dak a lot and they're gonna pressure him, and that's one way to to shut an offense down to shut an opposing quarterback. And Niners have too many weapons. The loss of, of Diggs, I think, will be felt in this game. Uh, without their elite corner out there, with Ayuk, with Debo, with CMC, with George Kittle. There's just too many weapons for them to to, to guard. I'm taking San Francisco in this one. Brock Purdy currently has number five in the MVP race, according to most sports books. Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, Mr. Overrated, as Germany might say. Nana, give me the 49ers at home. Hey-oh. In a true show of dominance, San Francisco is just better than Dallas. Jeremy, Y'all you're going to have to me. accept it. Y'all are telling me I'm lone wolfing on the fucking Cowboys? I don't know why you thought that might be different. <laughs> I might have just threw up in my mouth a little bit. You have but time it, to change it. I'm not going to change it. I'm not changing it. You know San Fran's a better team. Owen, I ain't fucking leaving. <laughs> Give me the Cowboys. I'm, I'm going to save that right there. So every week, we just put that. Give me the Cowboys. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You please soundbite that. It deserves a soundbite. Yes, I, once again, Jeremy Lone Wolf's. Man, this could be ugly, uh, one way or another. But let's finish it up. Monday night game here. The Green Bay Bay Packers traveling to Sin City. The Las Vegas Raiders in the Devontae Adams revenge game. Packers coming off a terrible home loss last Thursday. But they've had some time to stew, get some guys healthy. It looks like most were coming back. I tried to uh, – let's get that injury report up again because it was previously extensive, but I do believe a lot of guys are reporting back today. They, From what I saw, yes, Aaron Jones practiced. Uh, Elton Jenkins practiced again. Uh, yes. Jair practiced. Um, Christian Watson also practiced. The, really, I think the only – Big key guys that are probably going to be out for Green Bay from what I saw is, well, Bakhtiari, of course. Of course. He's out for the year, most likely. Uh, Devondre Campbell looking like he will be out again. Um, And then Rudy Ford popped up on the injury right. report this week. There's potential he might not play this week. As well as John Runyon. John um, Runyon, yes, that was the other one. Yeah, 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 John but, Runyon. But as you said, Elton Jenkins – Pretty good speeds for that that T-Mobile guy right there. That guy sells T-Mobile. I know him. Elton <laughs> Jenkins, like you said, back to practice today. Oh, that I know was a T-Mobile Verizon, guy. but thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know a Verizon guy. Uh, Jai- <clears throat> Excuse me. Jair shaping up to make this matchup. Hopefully a shadow situation on Devontae because what a battle that would be to watch all Monday night primetime. As well as Luke Musgrave coming back from concussion. And the first sign of Eric Stokes on a practice field this year, I would love to see it. 
Get Razul yeah. Douglas and Jair and Eric Stokes all back into that trio and that committee. I don't of know if I don't think he's going to play this week, though. Well, okay, fine, but I'd love to see it. He is practicing. Yeah, he will be I back. Love... I just don't think it will be this week. All right, fine, fine. But you know I love what? the optimism, Owen. I love it. Okay, I just had to get excited about it a little bit because it, the injury situation is starting to look bleak. You know what? You Not can that... be stoked about it, Owen. I am. Stoked. Thank you very much. Uh, Devontae Adams did not practice today. I didn't get any signs that he wasn't going to play on Monday. Could be a problem. Max Crosby uh, limited. Jimmy Garoppolo coming off a concussion. Looks like he's on pace to play on Monday. Yeah, I'm sure Adams will play in this game, but he's nursing a shoulder injury. So I'd be curious how that affects him in the game or, you know, if he's on a pitch count kind of deal. We'll have um, Jair and Devontae both hurt, but both probably playing in this game. Uh, regardless, the Raiders, you in one in one avenue looking at last Sunday's game against the Chargers, they look bad. In another avenue, they're playing Aiden O'Connell, and they just nearly tied it up at the end. Um, they got into the red zone, just missed, just messed it up at the end. Can they be competitive against the Packers here? Packers come in. As one-point underdogs in Las Vegas, Raiders favored by a point at home. Jeremy, what do you got? The Packers at the Raiders, eh? Classic matchup. What was the line again? A pick Raiders by one at home. Interesting. I, you know... Things in uh, good old Vegas land there aren't that pretty right now. Um, I don't know if y'all seen that video of the fans getting into it with old Marky Mark. Oh, yeah. And that uh, ugly look. I mean, not that Mark was really – he shouldn't even have commented it. And the fact that the Rams' ownership put him sitting there. Why? Yeah. Um, yep. Vontae Adams doesn't sound healthy. All right, healthy, happy. Chandler Jones, that's a fucking nightmare. Yes, but Josh also McDaniels. no longer their nightmare. Right. Josh McDaniels looks like he's still coaching for the Patriots. And um, give me the Packers to have a big game this week. Hey, oh. I going to have a big performance. Uh, Aaron Jones back, right? Yes. I don't know. Yeah, what did he all, say? Give me all Aaron Jones to have another big game. Oh, Aaron Jones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. It it seems like the way they made it sound is Jones and Watson will have a full workload this week. No pitch count. That means maybe Aaron Jones will get the ball before the second half. Hopefully. Maybe he'll like touch the ball saying. more than six times, too. That'd be kind of neat. Maybe. Fingers crossed. You never I know want, with that LaFleur guy. I want Aaron Jones getting some wheel routes out the backfield, catching it down the field. I want him getting handoffs, some pitches. A.J. Dillon can plant his ass. His 2.7 yards of fucking carry on the pine on the side of the field. I want Aaron Jones getting 20-plus touches. And my Thanks. boy. Thanks, Coach. My boy Jordan Love having a big game. Bang, bang. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach. Ah. Uh, 
Jimmy G, is he uh, – I forgot. Is he playing in this game or is he out? Limited, limited participation after concussion, that usually means he's probably on track. Okay, so he's back. Okay. I don't know if that makes a lot of difference, but I think just the veteran leadership there, you know, helps a little bit. I mean, compared to Aiden O'Connell last week. Yeah. So Which he didn't look terrible at times. But it was it, – you know. Yeah, exactly. I get what you're saying. Give me Green Bay, regardless, of course. And like you said, in a near true pick'em. Jordan Love gets back on track. We have to get a full workload out of Aaron Jones. He's our best player. Get him the ball. Matt LaFleur says every week, we gotta get we gotta get Aaron Jones more involved. We gotta find a way to get him more touches. Well, just hand the ball off to him. Just swing Please. it out, like Jeremy said, in a wheel route, screens, it doesn't matter. Get him the ball, and he will do things with it. And hopefully a full workload out of Christian Watson. We get a true one-two with Dobbs and Watson out there finally. With Luke a splash Musgrave. of Reed. Oh, yeah. Splash of Reed. Luke Musgrave looks like the real deal at tight end. Finally, a fully healthy offense for the most part. Hopefully Elton Jenkins is out there too, which would be a huge difference maker for that offensive line, regardless if Runyon is out there or not. I like it. Give me Green Bay. Seth, the Raiders fucking stink, aside from Devontae and Josh Jacobs and Max Crosby. The Josh Packers, Jacobs hasn't done too much this year, though. But we know he doesn't stink. The Packers... Have won five straight Monday night football games. Give me the Green Bay Packers. And you know what that means, Seth. Oh, what a way to end it, too. The juice is loose. Loose, the juice of the week. That is absolutely. We've only had three tonight. We've only had three. Green Bay, Miami, and Indianapolis. All right. I like it regardless. Correct. And that's right. the slate. That is the line, eh? We did it. That is it. We did it. And Jeremy was even here for the whole thing. We didn't know if he was going to make it, but he made it too. Survived. Congratulations, Jeremy. I think that's the best moment tonight. Because you were able to make it through the whole thing. You guys can go watch the second half of this game and see if uh, Washington can make any kind of comeback. It is 27 to 3 nope. at halftime. Owen. Gotta have faith, man. Gotta have faith. They need to go to thir- from twenty-seven to three to thirty-four to twenty-seven, and then we can sp- cover the spread by half a point. <laughs> That's thirty-one points they need, Seth, to nothing. It needs to be a thirty-one at least point differential in the <laughs> second half by the Washington Commies. It ain't happening. It's and yeah. we should have known. You know, uh, a Chicago legend in Dick Buckus passes away today. It just kind of it was written in the stars. Should have thought better, Owen. Should have thought better. Should have listened to Jeremy. Well, I don't know about that, but. I'll never do that. It's worked out so far. <laughs> Sucks to <All> right. suck, boys. <laughs> All right. Well. Good luck, everybody, this weekend and your picks and fantasy, of course. Hopefully you started DJ Moore this week. I certainly did not. I should have. 
You should have. Uh, his career high in receiving yards is 157, by the way, and he's got 137 in the first half. Oof. So uh, more than likely he'll uh, career high it tonight. Maybe his best game. Probably so far Justin Fields' best game. He's got nearly 200 yards and three touchdowns in the first half. Unfortunately, Sam Howell is struggling so far. Uh, but we'll see what they can do in the second half. Like I said earlier, Chicago blew uh, a big lead against Denver last week. We'll see what happens for the second half. But until next time, till next week, adios. Adios. Have a great weekend at the Red Zone. Have a great weekend at the Red Zone, folks.